Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. podcast, a very, very, very chill podcast for creative women and small business owners. I'm Samantha Welker, and I'm back this week with another quick mini-sode and a little less sickly. Um, Do any of you guys use TimeHop? I downloaded it, I want to say a year ago, because I wanted to see memories of my kid from the past couple years, but it's also just been reminding me that I'm apparently sick this time of year every year for the past 10 years. So bodies are so fucking weird. I swear. Uh, Anyway, I posted a link on Instagram yesterday to a post I wrote this week for Glitter Guide um, on common time management mistakes. So if you liked the mini-isode about batching, that article's a good one to check out because it covers a few more issues and fixes. So I'll put the link to that article in the show notes for this episode. The topic of this week's mini-sode is one that's very near and dear to my heart, core values. (laughs) I've asked a few friends and business owners lately about the core values around their brand, and I got so many blank stares and like stumbling responses because either they weren't familiar with the concept of core values from a business perspective, or honestly, they simply haven't given it any thought. So... If either of those apply to you, listen up, my friends, because this is fucking important. So I decided this week's mini-sode had to be about core values because I can't let us go on any longer without discussing, you know, the elephant in the room. So I hope that no matter where you are in your business right now, um, that you'll listen and take some notes because this is really, 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 really important. (laughs) Core values are internal and they're external. So while I'm going to share some thoughts on core values and managing an aligned team, it also applies just as much to solo entrepreneurs and honestly, even more so to those who are just starting out on their business venture. So one of the first things I want you to note is that companies don't have values. People do. You are in charge of deciding what matters most to you and then implementing those beliefs into every single thing you do as a business owner. And again, I can't stress this enough. Yes, this thousand percent applies to everyone out there whose quote-unquote company is them at home behind a computer, in an art studio, a camera lens, what have you. It applies to you. One of my probably 
most overused phrases in the business world is that core values are what you will hire, fire, review, and reward based on. They are what your ideal audience is drawn to from the second they land on your website or your Instagram. The core values are what set you apart from all the noise and the basic bitches out there just putting hashtag boss babe on an Instagram post and calling it a day. Your core values are what is going to make a first-time client turn into a returning one. They're the reason people choose to read your blog instead of one of the other fucking 10 million blogs out there. So simply put, core values are the foundation of every decision you make in your business moving forward. Core values are what support the vision, shape the culture, and reflect what your brand values. They're the essence to your identity, you guys. The principles, beliefs, or philosophies of values. Way too many business owners focus mostly on the technical competencies, but they often forget what the underlying competencies are that make their companies run smoothly. Core values. Core values help you in the decision-making processes. I think that's a big one that people don't look at too often. So, for example, if one of your core values is to stand behind the quality of your products, any products that aren't reaching the satisfactory standard are automatically eliminated. Easy, right? I know it sounds simple, but honestly, you'd be surprised how many people are willing to send out a half-assed product (laughs) rather than take the time to ensure the quality. Eh, good enough is not a core value. Core values educate clients and potential customers about what the company's about, and they clarify the identity of the company. Especially in this competitive world, having a set of core values that are specific, that speak to the public, it's a total competitive advantage. Your audience comes for the product the first time, and they stay for the brand experience. It doesn't matter how good your product or service is on paper. If there's no human connection with your brand and your values, it's going to be dead in the water and the chances of that person turning into a repeat client is slim to none. Sorry. And this might be something further down the line for you, but core values go both ways. It's not just the employer who's seeking out people with the right values. Job seekers are doing their homework these days on the identities of companies that they're applying for, and they're weighing whether or not these companies hold the values that they consider important. So if your plan is to scale and grow your company and eventually have a set number of employees, your values need to be defined before you find those people, so it's a good match. It's kind of like Tinder, although I've never used Tinder, so I can't fully stand behind that analogy. (laughs) So in my corporate career, I've worked at several different companies where core values were kind of a buzzword around the office. Uh, Some of the companies had long, detailed definition of their core values that were kind of hard to memorize, and others were short and sweet, if not a bit shallow. But what I want to do now is talk about how you can define your own core values today and give you some actionable steps to take, okay? So the very first step, step one is to decide if you're committed to running a values-based business. Some people just aren't. Now, I'll be honest, those aren't my kind of people, but to each their own. Running a business based on values means having more patience and putting more thought into every decision you make. It requires discipline on your part as a business owner. So I'm assuming you're here and you're listening to this podcast 
because growth as a business owner is important to you. You care about your business, your product, and your brand. And I mean, if you want to just go sell some cheap shit on Amazon for a quick buck, then sure, who gives a shit about your values? But if your goal is to grow and expand a business in the long run, core values have to become a part of your foundation. So if you're with me and step one, you've decided you're committed to running a values-based business, step two is to define your personal values. You guys, as a solo entrepreneur or a small business owner, you are the driving force of your organization. Outlining your personal values first will help you make company ones that are more defined. So I want you to pause the podcast and get a pen and paper, except if you're driving. Don't do this if you're driving. Hands at 10 and 2, guys. But I'm going to put an outline of this in the show notes, so don't stress out if you don't get it all in one swoop. It's also something that you should take your time with. I mean, it's only the most important aspect of your business, so no pressure. Okay, let's start. On your paper, I want you to map out the following questions. What motivates me to get up in the morning? Two, what keeps me up at night? Three, what am I doing when I'm at my best? Four, why am I bothered by what bothers me? Five, why do I do the work that I do? Six, why do I buy what I buy? Seven, why do I admire whom I admire? And eight, when am I happy? I'm sorry if this is going to dig into some deep psychological shit, but, you know, that's what therapy's for, and you know how much I love therapy. (laughs) So, next what I want you to do is consider your options. Where's the business going? Write it all down. Big dreams, realities. What are the opportunities that you envision could happen for you and your brand throughout the course of this entrepreneurial journey? Now, take a look at the opportunities you've mapped out. These big, beautiful plans and dreams. Okay, and go back to question number one. What motivates me to get up in the morning? The thing to remember about core values is this, you guys. We aren't reinventing the wheel here. So many people I've found get overwhelmed at the thought of doing something 100% original that they get stuck and frozen. Core values should be simple. They're a set of small, essential, enduring principles that define your culture. A list of three to seven is the general rule of thumb, and you know, to me, less is more. So start a word bank, jot down all the reasons you're motivated to get out of bed each day. Maybe it's the need to create or the feeling of satisfaction that you get from a long day of hard work. Brain dump it all in there, all the reasons behind the why. Okay, now I want you to go to question number seven. Yes, we're skipping ahead. Uh, Some of these questions are to help get the ideas flowing, but they're still important, so don't skip them. Okay, question number seven. Who do you admire and why? Once you have your list of people, yes, you can add me to the list. It's fine. I hate myself for saying that. Sorry, I take it back. Okay, make a list of the characteristics, attributes, or traits that make your picks valuable. And then take all those and add them into your word bank brain dump. Word bank brain dump is kind of hard to say, but I'm going to work on it. Okay, the key thing here is I want you to have a big ass list, an overwhelming amount of adjectives and traits. And now we're going to play a game, one of my favorites, keep, kill, 
and combine, which is kind of like a marry, fuck, kill, if you've ever played that game, but slightly more professional. <laughs> so we're going to use keep, kill, and combine process um, of elimination here. Your core values are somewhere in that long list you've just created. So now we're going to narrow it down. In your first round of edits, I want you to circle the ones that are truly important, draw a line through the ones that aren't, and combine those that are similar. Keep going until you have a list of 10 to 15 options left. Now it's time to make the tough decisions. Discuss, debate, and decide which of the values that are left are truly core to what your brand is and what you do. Get it down to three to seven core values that are cohesive together and represent your business. If you're a solo entrepreneur, I highly recommend running this last step by a trusted business bestie. A second pair of eyes is always helpful and they might see traits about you that reflect your values that you haven't even considered. Okay, so I'll be the first one to tell you that this process can be long and exhausting. I know that once you have them finalized and you're all fired up, um, your first instinct is probably going to be to run out and share them with the world, right? Don't. Just let it simmer for a few weeks before making any big declaration. Besides, core values aren't something you tell people. It's something you show them. So find ways to incorporate them into your culture, your space, and your daily interactions and revisit them regularly to keep them alive. Most importantly... Make sure that your core values are consistently represented by you because leading by example will make or break the integrity of those values and in turn your entire strategic plan. If you can't live your values every day, they become aspirational values, not real values, and you need to go back to the drawing board and start again. So don't force them. These values should be realistic, tangible, and simple. Okay, I know some of you are visual people and like real life examples. So before we sign off, I'm going to share a few of my favorite corporate examples of core values with you. You're familiar with these massive corporations and I'm curious to see if you'll recognize their values that are stated as being reflected or not. First, everyone's favorite Vermont duo, Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> If you know Ben and Jerry's, you know they march to the beat of their own drummer. Since day one, they've done things a little differently, and their unique style shows through when you look at the values that they emphasize. Okay, so here are their values. They have three. Ready? Our product mission drives us to make fantastic ice cream for its own sake. Our economic mission asks us to manage our company for sustainable financial growth. Our social mission compels us to use our company in innovative ways to make the world a better place. Central to the mission of Ben & Jerry's is the belief that all three parts must thrive equally in a manner that commands deep respect for individuals in and outside of the company and supports the communities of which they're a part. So this is why I don't feel guilty about eating Ben & Jerry's. I mean, hello. It, it can be hard as a business owner to decide to take a stand for a cause you believe in. We all know that. It's a big risk. Everyone isn't going to agree with the specific things that you may want to support, of course. And the fear of losing customers can overpower a desire to do good. But 
for a business that wants to do more, no matter what more means to you, I think Ben and Jerry's is a great role model. Now, another brand that takes all my money, Starbucks. So here's what they say their core values are. With our partners, our coffee and our customers are at our core. We live these values. Creating a culture of warmth and belonging where everyone is welcome. Acting with courage, challenging the status quo, and finding new ways to grow our company and each other. Being present, connecting with transparency, dignity, and respect. And delivering our very best in all we do, holding ourselves accountable for results. So I might be biased on this one because when I was in high school, I worked at Starbucks. And holy shit, do they hammer this into you. Which, to me, shows the sign of a company that truly values their values. Um, but that was back in 2004 and I still remember it to this day. But the first thing mentioned in this list is something that's credited by many as the key to their success, the culture, the atmosphere that the Starbucks shops evoke. You guys are probably familiar with Howard Schultz. He's the executive chairman and the former CEO of Starbucks. He said, we're in the business of human connection and humanity, creating companies in a third place between home and work. The whole set of values is built around that. Even when talking about things like business results and growing the company, the tone is pleasant and almost familial, reflecting the community vibe that Starbucks cultivates. The last example I'll share is this. And if you say don't use this company daily, you're full of shit. Because it's Google. (laughs) One of Google's core values was don't be evil originally, but it's been replaced with the more positive, less amusing, do the right thing. It's pretty well known. But while that's the boiled down version of Google's values, it's not the whole story. So here's the rest of what Google believes in. Focus on the user and the rest will follow. It's best to do one thing really, really well. Fast is better than slow. Democracy on the web works. You don't need to be at your desk to need an answer. You can make money without doing evil. There's always more information out there. The need for information crosses all borders. You can be serious without a suit. Great just isn't good enough. So as a technology company, Google's priorities are obviously a bit different, you know. For example, you're unlikely to find something like democracy on the web works on a list of things that are important to Nike. Just like you wouldn't find Google worrying about athletic performance. Their values also reflect the industry and the company itself in their tone, which is, you know, a bit less formal and more philosophical in nature. You can make money without doing evil would work just as well as the title of a TED Talk as it does a core value for a business. Okay, so I know this question is going to come. Sam, what are your core values? And I know I'm not actively consulting anymore, but you know, my core values for the podcast are as much the same as they were for that business. So I have four. So here they are. Stay curious. Ask why. Search more. Participate. Create. Don't ever rest in the belief that you have it all figured out. Always be looking forward to what's next. Two, 
Be radically transparent. Speak your mind. Contribute authentically. No one has this shit figured out, so there's no need to pretend like you do. Three, there's room for everyone. As female entrepreneurs, it's our job to lift each other up and support one another. Another woman's success is not our own failure. And lastly, creativity is universal. We're all creative in different ways that are valuable and necessary, even if we don't feel artistic. Okay, so guys, as you start this process of mapping out your core values, there's something I want you to keep in mind. Things like integrity, honesty, those aren't core values. Those are values that everyone should have. We should all be fucking honest and have integrity, right? If you don't, you have bigger issues than I can help you with on a podcast. But there have to be like three or five, six things that are unique to you. And you can probably think about this in your life. What is different about you that every single other person, if you could only tell them three to four things, you'd want them to know about you? You wouldn't be able to define your personal values using one word descriptions. So why try and do it for an entire organization? Values aren't static either, so even if you already have a set of company values, it's going to be worth going over them every now and again to make sure they're still an accurate reflection of your company and the people that you stand for. Okay, so print them out, order a wall decal, shit, get them tattooed on you. You know I support that. Whatever visual reminder you need to get your core values at the forefront of your business, do it. Defining a set of values can help unify your brand, whether you work on your own or manage a team, and it can help you make better hiring decisions, hold your team to higher standards, and work more effectively toward your ultimate goals. If you're super gung-ho on core values now, um, I'm going to put a list of books in the show notes that I've loved and have found really valuable. Head on over to prettyokpodcast.com, prettyokaypodcast.com. And check those out and find any other resources you may need from this week's episode. You guys, I'm so grateful for all your sweet notes and DMs and especially the reviews on iTunes because those really help get the podcast bumped up. So if you're enjoying it, please head over and leave a rating and a review and I will love you forever. Okay, guys, I'll be back next week with another guest, but you can find me over on Instagram at prettyokpodcast in the meantime. Otherwise, I hope everyone has an awesome week. Thanks for being here. Bye. Mm -hmm.